3: The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki.
4: Hello, welcome to the show. It's the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I'm Nikki Glaser. I'm here in St. Louis, Missouri, in my home studio. I'm joined by Anya Marina, Brian Frangie, and Noah from their home studios. Uh, we have a lot to discuss on the show today. Taylor Swift news. Been traveling a lot. Traveling coming up. I am um, home right now for like a couple days. I was so excited this week. I was like, Chris, I am i don't leave till Wednesday. And This is on Sunday. And he was like, yeah, wow. What a great stretch. <laughs> no. uh, You're very like, busy. I was so excited. Um, it's so nice to be home. I love living with Chris. That's ah, my update. Yay. My dad asked me yesterday. I went over to see my parents. He was like, how's, how's it going? How's it going with Chris? And I'm like, it's great. Can I just say this guy is like... He's clean. He like cleans up after himself all the time. Mm. He's organized. He is constantly getting, and this might be just like honeymoon stages of living together, but I don't think so. Cause this is kind of who he is. He constantly has the fridge stocked with my Zevias. He constantly is getting all my snacks that I want. Um, I'm never wanting for anything. He, the only thing I do is make the bed and he would probably do that if um, I wasn't sleeping in it when he left. You know, like I don't, <laughs> he takes out the trash. He, I I don't even have a, ch- by the time I think something is soiled enough for it to be cleaned or folded or put mm-hmm. away, he's, his timeline's a little bit faster. So we always, he gets to it. So it's, um, uh,
5: it's really nice. I and like this gender role reversal that's happening.
4: I usually, I know. That's and, nice. And, um. He, yeah, and I've been beating him.
5: <laughs>
4: oh, great. So that's changing things world. We're just trying beaters. to do it differently. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, um, yeah, he's, he's. I grew up with, I think this is, I don't, don't want to make this edible, but I grew up with a mom who was a tidy person too, and things mm. just got done without me even knowing they were getting done, and it's kind of that vibe again. But the thing is, it keeps me cleaner because it keeps me accountable. I want to like, I don't want to be a slob, but it's not like I'm ashamed of who I am and like, oh, I got to straighten up because he does. It's just making me a little bit more just, I can't be as gross as I probably am prone to be. I will say that I have not unpacked from my trip on Sunday. It is now Tuesday and my bags are just splayed out. Like my suitcases are just vomiting in the like they're laid out so the whole apartment's clean except my suitcases. like there's little piles yeah. in different corners and he's cool with that he doesn't he's not like oh, every time he walks by it or like do you want me to get this for you like it's just agreed upon
5: like that Taylor does my stuff of love is blind uh Brazil where the guy <laughs> they broke up because he was like oh but yeah no he was like I watched it in Portuguese. <laughs> yeah. He goes, there is, there are two things to do when you take off your clothes: put them away or put them in the dirty clothes. That's it. And I think about that all the time. And that's why they mm. broke up because the girl was a little messy and was like, "I don't think that was why." <laughs> <laughs> don't you think it's always something bigger than that? You know, that was like um, a chief reason. Speaking of well, the chiefs, I actually went
4: back and watched Love Is Blind this weekend because I was with um, my friend Lizzie Kuberman. We did a country club together on Friday night. And then afterwards, oh, we were just sitting uh, in our, yeah, we, it was really fun. It was just what you would expect it to be.
1: Wow, Lizzie Cooper in a country club's a great. I know, I know. I <laughs> With her you
4: keyboard don't know Lizzie's <laughs> act. No, she didn't bring her keyboard. She was like, I think I'm just going to do it without the keyboard. I'm like, I think that's a good idea because they wouldn't even know what to make of, of you. They didn't know what to make of her anyway. She's so funny. She's just like, who here drives a Kia Soul? <laughs> She's just like asking all these rich people um, if they drive Kia Souls. And she also has just like amazing jokes. And um, and they did like her, but she was berating them when she noticed that they didn't. And um, it was just nice that she called them out on it. And then they got on board because there's just no denying that she is just has great jokes. Her approach is just what intimidates people and kind of like scares them is that she... Um, kind of stalks the stage witchy style, and mm-hmm. um, and so that at first they just don't know what to make of it, but she screamed them into submission. And <laughs> I was and I fucked up her intro. I was gonna say, you know her, you've seen her on the Comedy Central the show Corporate, and uh, she wrote for my show Not Safe with Nikki Glaser, and she has all these you know Adult Swim and blah blah blah. And uh, and then I was going to say, and she's she opens on the road for Richard Marx. We were just joking, like that would be just a funny person to say that maybe these people would respect her more if they she said the thing. And then she was going to go out and say, not only does do I open for Richard Marx, I open for the Marx Brothers, I open for Marky Mark, and I'm a Marxist. <laughs> but we forgot to do that intro. It was it would have been so good. Um, so anyway, after the show, we were watching TV. She's obsessed with Down for Love too. Um, mm. that's not, that's not the sequel. She's also obsessed with down for love. <laughs> and, um, she, uh, and I were watching that and then she was like, oh my God, I just realized the most insane thing I've ever seen on a reality show is love is blind Brazil. And I was like, I think I've seen yes. it. And she was like where the doors open and a girl is big and the man like can't handle it. Wow! And he like, you know just he hugs her and stuff. I think we talked about it on the show before, but we rewatched it. And the girl was so cool though. She was like, he can't handle me. That's fine. Uh, This happens a lot in my life. I'll get over it. I'll find someone who will like me. It wasn't like she didn't, it it was, if it would have happened to me, I would have been probably not been able to handle that. But um, I guess that's what you, what happens if you go on Love is Blind as a bigger girl and you know that you can't reveal what you look like at all. You know that people are petty Mm-hmm. and especially men, and that you might, those doors might open and they might, their face might fall
1: or it's whatever. It's gotta happen every once in a while and Love is Blind or else it'll get boring. If every time the doors open and they're like, oh my God, they're just as beautiful as I imagined, then what's the point no, of the it show? No, it doesn't get
4: boring. No, I think people be- I think everyone thinks we want to see people get hurt, but everyone wants to see everyone happy, I think.
1: Yes, of course. We want to see everybody happy, but there needs to be one person getting hurt Mm. per season so that we really appreciate when the other people are happy. Maybe, yeah, it's just the bar. 10 years, 10 seasons, if everyone's happy, it's like, well, then this show is not going to show us there's no drama.
4: Yeah, well, they get unhappy later. I like the reveal. That I want. Oh, I will say that I want every reveal. I want the woman to feel beautiful and the man to feel happy. I want always want them yes. to be as happy with their decision as they were when the wall was up and they, they couldn't do always see get unhappy the skin later, texture though. of the person on the other side. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice yes. if when they
1: open the doors and show how happy they are, how beautiful they are, they cut to four years later when they're both like, I fucking hate that person, <laughs> just to oh, undercut it a little bit.
4: That's all I want for whenever I see weddings. I just want to snap my fingers and see these two people in two years kind of hating each other in the car look both the man driving just with both hands on the steering wheel just like like steam coming out of his nose and the (laughs) woman just looking out the window as far as she can crane her neck the other way to just be like i'm not even in the same car as you you know when you look so far your neck starts to hurt just to let the other person know i'm pretending you're not here you're not here in my world right now i just want to snap and cut to that because um, I think that's really what God. it's about. But we love watching people. F- I love watching people fall in love. That maybe sure. that's why everyone should watch F Boy Island premiering October sixteenth on Monday on it's CW. It's coming up.
6: Holy shit! My dad's very it's- excited. Really? He's yes. Like, I know, I was like, yeah, you know, um, Nikki has a new show. It's it, it's on the CW, so you, you could watch it. It's on major network. He's like. Oh, yeah, I watch CW. I watch the news all the time. Now yeah, I'm going to watch the show. That's oh my God, yes. You hook in <laughs> some it,
1: boomers now.
4: <laughs> yes, you watch CW Live on Monday, and then Tuesday it'll be on Amazon Prime, so you can watch it there on Tuesday. Oh, really? For so money catch or for free? It. I think you have to have a Prime account, so it's and money. And you still get the credit. But I think it's, uh, uh, it's there. I still get the credit. What do you like
5: mean? Like your show still gets ratings, th- and it helps you. Like, it'll help you Yeah, get I a think, second, watch see, it either way, season. I'll be fine. Yeah, I
4: think I'll be fine. I mean, I think everyone would prefer you watch it on the CW live, because that's, I think that's what everyone wants. Because why would they even have it delayed a day unless there was some incentive to watch it then? So yeah, try to watch it live, but it's an amazing season, and there's going to be people you recognize from past seasons. If you mm. haven't watched the past seasons of it, that's okay too. I think those are both up on the CW streaming app. And um, I don't know. Why and is Katie I know from these The things? Bachelorette oh, yeah. is on there, right? Oh yeah. Are Katie you to talk about yes. that? She's, How did that yeah, happen? She is revealed.
1: Thirst trap. Thurston.
4: Thirst trap. <laughs> Thurston. She. Um. Is that what she goes by? She <laughs> is. Uh, she was a past Bachelorette, and um. She or no, she was on The Bachelor as one of the contestants. Then she was a Bachelorette. So we lucked out because she did not find love on those shows, and no. so we got her on this show, wow. and she. She's just, people go like, how was she? I go, this girl knows how to do a reality show. She knows how to let herself fall. She knows how to let herself be vulnerable. She knows how to... She just... She's not, you know, when people get on these shows, they sign up for them and they are terrified. They like sign up because they're mm-hmm. maybe drunk on some wine and they see a casting call on their stories and they go, okay, I'll do this. And then they do an interview and they kind of go, oh, okay, maybe I can do this. But the, until they get there, they don't know what they're in for. And they can really freeze up on camera and not be as great as maybe people had hoped. And and by great, I mean just like yourself, act like a normal human don't act like I'm on TV and I have to be perfect. Oh yeah it's just I think that's what she's she's already had so much experience in front of the camera that um, she's comfortable being in front of it and, you know being being vulnerable, and that's the most important thing on these shows. So she yeah. was great and she's funny, and um yeah, she, that that's people keep asking me how she was, and I'm just like, easy like there wasn't there it was Wait, just careful saying
6: easy. Yeah.
4: Well, that too. Wait till you see. <laughs> <Tune in. laughs> she, yeah, why do you think running
5: aspect? Yeah.
4: <laughs> no, she's she sex positive. Yes, she does stand up as well. And so oh. she's funny. And yeah, it was just, it was nice to have someone on that, you know, had some media training and not being like, you know, it's just, it's, it's just nice because. By the end of the show, everyone gets comfortable and everyone's used to a camera, but right out of the gate with her, it was like, oh, okay, this is a, this is a pro, this is a reality TV pro. So mm. um, it's a great season. It my is a My first question to you season.
5: was, do these people actually fall in love? Do these people actually get heartbroken? And I was shocked by your answer.
4: Yeah. I mean, no one's that good of an actor. Yeah. Like, the no one's, that's always my answer. Not the it's people like, that
1: are contestants on the show. Like, no, no. one on the show is an Oscar winning actor.
4: Right. No, and I mean, F Boy Island is the. If you don't know the premise, it's three girls looking for love, and then there's, tw- I think the season twelve F boys, twelve nice guys, and they all appear as F boys, and the girls have to determine who's who, and you know the F boys are just there for the money, and they're there to deceive the women. Now they can change their heart, and after like meeting the girls, they could maybe fall in love and decide, oh God, I'm I'm not here for the money, and I want to split the money with the girl, because at the end, if the girl chooses the guy all of the money goes to him if he's an F boy and he can either keep it all or he can split it with her. If, they, if the girl chooses a nice guy, then she has to, they have to split it. So, um, the interesting thing about the show is that, uh, even if they know it's an F boy, they sometimes don't care. And they're like, no, he'll change. And that's yeah. where you see, that's where you see some good acting where you go, oh my God, this guy, cause I'm playing the game too. I don't know who's who. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, I will be completely shocked that these guys can be such liars and um, and so good. But, the, but fall- in terms of falling in love, like, I don't know. They really do. I don't know how to describe it. But it's just, it makes sense. Because when you fall in love with someone, how long does it take for a girl to be like, I think I'm in love, like a month of dating someone? I mean, let's be real. If If you really... That's how long girls start to tell each other, like, I think I'm in love with him. They won't tell the guy that because they've read the books to not do that. But they start having those kind of feelings of, like, hanging out with him a lot. What is that? A month of hanging out? Probably, like, At least infatuation happens fast. Yeah. And probably slept together four times. Although people aren't sleeping together on the show because there's not overnights until the very end, these people are just hanging out with each other all the time, talking about each other all the time. They don't do anything else. It's like we could all find romance that fast if our lives had no jobs, no cell phones, and all we did was talk about the person we're falling in love with. And that was our main goal there was to find love. It's like, it would happen to you too. It would happen to everyone. No one's immune to this process. Especially because everyone's so
1: hot. Right. Yeah. I mean, imagine you walk into a room and there's 20 of the hottest guys you've ever seen. You're not going to fall in love with one of them. Within three I know. weeks. And all I mean, you're doing
5: on. all day is hanging out and talking about relationships, right? And trying yeah. to get closer. Oh, that, that's every time
4: end. that you're not talking to this guy that you like, someone is going, so you really like Jeremy, don't you? And mm-hmm. Jeremy seems to really like you. Tell me about it. It's like it's constant like girls chat about the guy that you're dating. And you're not, you have no distractions. You have no bills. You have no pets. You have, no, you have to refill the Brita. There's no, your food is brought to you. You're, you know, you're staying at a hotel. There's nothing to do except fall in love. So you're going to fall in love. <laughs> and um, I'm almost jealous. When I watch these people go through this, I just mm-hmm. always say to Bill, my producer, I'm like, in another life, I wish I could have done these shows where I just get a vacation from my life for eight weeks And all I do is have to fall in love with people or compete with other women to like win over a guy. That's my dream, my dream. And Bill's always like, we can get you in. Like, we let's, let's develop a show. I'm like, I'm in a great relationship. So it's too late. That train has already, you know, flown. Yes. I was trying to think of it. We both made the same joke. Um, yeah, but it's it's gone. The tra- the train has sailed. And um, but I, man, does that appeal to you guys at all to go on a TV show and fall in love? The vacation part, did,
5: definitely.
1: No, but
4: I mean, like falling in love on TV. No, it's too no. intimidating.
1: I like what do the you think idea of all the hot bods. Of, yeah, well, the hot bods for sure is intimidating. Like competing, That's you wouldn't want to compete with uh, all the, the co-
4: people that have hot bods. No, right. Well, y- y-
6: yes, but let's say like I get to have a hot bod too. Yeah. I think like it Yeah would you be- get we
4: get we we loan you one. Okay. So I get <laughs> I loan <laughs> <I> rent someone's <laughs> hot bar. gets to rent one. Uh-huh. <laughs> the fact that like
6: my personality would have to like Pierce through everybody else that's like a lot of pressure I don't think I'm that that's
4: the only thing I know I could do I have so much dumb confidence and I would I think that's the problem is I think that I would win even with my bod that I have where my ass is turning into a a map of the United States like a messy (laughs) drawing (laughs) map of the United States like my sides do you know that's part of your sides that comes out like the flank of your thigh and your butt. Like my butt goes like this and then there's Florida and then there's, you know, fucking Baja, California (laughs) on this side. It's like a map. It's, I can't look at it from behind anymore. It's just become a huge problem. But um, even with my body, the way it is against these girls with their bodies, I think I could still sweep it, but that's my delusion Mm. because I think that I would, I would not be too thirsty and I'm, I'm a good first date. I feel like I'm, I'm good at g- getting guys to feel really special, Sure, is what you need to do.
1: That's true of life.
5: Yeah. I think you well, get right in there and you ask the right questions and you're just good at TV too. And that probably makes the guy on a TV show feel like, oh, this is a perfect co-star for me. So as a couple right. on TV, you'd work, but I wonder how it would be the second the cameras were off. You guys are probably, yeah, be- probably
4: pretty boring. <laughs> probably I'd probably break up right away, just like most of them do, because sure. it is there is something so good about being like a couple on TV, which speaking of being a couple on TV, there's a new one this week that is official. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Oh, they're official? hundred percent official.
1: Mean, oh, he's well, just sitting
4: next to his mom in the, in the That's booth. true.
1: I, that's the people were like,
4: is this their first date? I'm like... You think she would go on a first date with Travis Kelsey <laughs> to go see him and sit with his mom in the booth? These people, these people have been talking since
1: July. As a I football fan, I yes. I am shocked. Out of all the players in the NFL, I guess because Travis really? Kelsey is goofy and stuff, that that makes sense. Because he's not just like some super cool like running wide receiver or something. He's like a goofy, fun guy. So that makes sense. She usually goes for pretty cool,
4: like stoic guys. So this is, this is a kind of like a rebound. A rebound.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm shocked. I would have never guessed. No one would have guessed. That's why everybody that is an NFL fan, all of the sideline reporters, all the halftime people are just like going insane. But isn't over he this.
4: elite? Isn't he one of the best players in the NFL? And yes. isn't it isn't he kind of hot too? I mean, I have eyes. He's, I mean, he's hot. He has piercing eyes. His jawline is nothing to, you know, he's shake a, a stick at. That's the thing or no, it is something to shake a stick at. Guys,
1: I think when guys see a hot guy, they uh, they're intimidated, right? And right. they and they're or and they're like admi- admiring their body and their and their jockiness. Like everyone loves Travis Kelsey, but the right. thing that always made Travis Kelsey more accessible mm-hmm. was that he's such a goof. That it kind of makes him less cool. Why?
4: What have you seen him doing? That's so goofy. <laughs>
1: oh, is well, he like podcast. making fart
4: sounds with his? I armpit? mean, I wouldn't put okay. it past
1: him. He's been in many commercials where he just looks like. A, there's one commercial in particular I'm remembering from two two years ago where he is dancing in a commercial, oh. and um, he looks the the whole commercial is crazy, but he looks so dumb doing this dance. He's doing like that's a dance cool like this. He yeah. looks like he looks like you know a dad dancing for his daughter. It's not I like like you good dancing. judging people's
4: dancing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now that now well, that you now that
1: I'm an elite dancer, you know he's an elite <laughs> yeah. tight end. I just feel like it's it's nothing nothing against him, but it's just he's such he's so goofy and uncool. Yeah.
5: I think that that's what she needs. That's what I like she needs. Yeah. I think he's yeah. hot. He looks like a thick he's slab so hot. of hot meat. He's
4: he looks a very like good looking man. The you know, like way the, he.
1: Thick cut oh, bacon you can we get. We got to must- go to the break, but we're going
4: to talk about how we feel about everything and we're going to talk about some of the details of it and, and just my thoughts on it because a lot of besties have been asking me what I think and um, I know it's like late and everyone's given their take by the time that this airs, but um, you deserve mine as well, and well. We'll zip through it, but we do have to get to it right after this.
0: Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control.
4: We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking.
7: Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed.
3: smart intellectual. I'm kind of smart. I think like it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like we have fun, but then he would treat me like crap.
7: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.
4: All right, we're back. Um, yeah, it was, it was an alarming moment when I saw the picture of her pop up it on my feed seconds after it aired. I mean, I was one of the first people. I didn't see it live, but it was five seconds after it happened. It was on one of the dozens of like Taylor Swift accounts I follow. It was like Kiki Swifty or whatever. Just throws it up, and I'm like, oh my God. First of all, I thought she was in the booth with her mom because his mom yeah. looks like her mom. Sort of which, not. by yeah. the way, big sign of that <laughs> something. If you're like parents look like each other, my mom and Chris's mom look very much alike. I think it's a sign. You just that's like, there's something going on there. She was very close with her throughout the booth interactions, which means they've met before, or maybe they're meeting for the first time, but there's like a familiarity there that, um, yeah, that tells me they've been talking for a while. There is no question that they have been, they have been talking within days or weeks of him attempting to give her a bracelet at the Arrowhead show that I saw July 7th. So they have at least been talking since July 7th. Yeah. Which is enough time. And they've been quietly hanging out when he was injured. Right? He was injured. Yeah.
1: He was Quietly injured. canoodling.
4: Yeah. So they were quietly just staring at each other in a chair, holding each other, <laughs> creating, um, and just holding and just looking at each other like uh, Carlos and uh, what's her name on uh, Down for Love. What's her name? Do you remember her? <laughs> I was thinking of Carlos Eleanor. and Eleanor. Oh, Carlos oh, yeah. and Marcos. No, Carlos and, and Eleanor, Eleanor and Down for Love. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're just g- quietly I'm gazing at each other. I'm
5: excited to see him. I,
4: uh, he's Down for Love, a, you gotta watch. His
5: photographs are quite a It's stirring. never a dull moment
4: with Carlos. <laughs> There's never a dull moment with Carlos. Uh, but anyway, so um, I. I was like really sad at first. I don't know why. I think it was because...
5: Devastated was the word you used. I
4: think it was devastated. I was. I was like, I was just sitting at the... I'd just gotten home from the road. It was on Sunday. I was at the kitchen counter. Chris was like cooking and I, we were just hanging out, catching up. And then I just go, <gasps> and I just showed him and then my face just went oh. into my onto the counter and my head just hit the counter and I was like, it's real. And I think it depressed me because... Anytime there's a wedge between Taylor and I or what I imagine and not him being the wedge. I mean, just something that makes her cooler than me or something that makes her like, I can't. I, I, she's just so, like that. That makes her different than me, because I think that's the reason I love her so much is because I feel like we're so similar in so many ways. Like her love of baking is a slight wedge. That's a wedge. Ah. I don't bake. I don't have any interest in baking. I'm like, uh-oh, wedge. Her love of organization, <laughs> another wedge. Okay, well, I'm friends with people who like to bake and organize. We can still be friends. Her love of football, uh-oh, big wedge. And I know that I just recently started understanding football, which Chris, by the way, was like, is that why you became interested in football? Is because of the rumors of her dating him? I was and curious to about like- that too. No, totally not connected at all. Just a coincidence but I understand the suspicions. I understand. And part of me even goes, was it a subconscious thing that you knew this was going to happen and so you had to like catch up. So I, um, I am amping up my um, my trying to like enjoy more football and understand it more because I do want, like I was, cry- I was crying last night because I was having an imposter syndrome day and I was just like, just like, and I, I was giving an example of just how wild my thoughts are. And so don't judge me, listener. Please don't be like, Nikki, just don't go on Reddit and say, Nikki's losing her mind. She said this thing. I know this is a crazy thought. And that's why I was even saying it. But I was like, if I were Taylor, I'm so... He goes, you don't... I go, she knows so much about football. She's like such a cool girl now. Like, it's. I was giving him examples of how I, my envy this week is out of control. I cannot control my envy it's I'm envious of everything and everyone, and I'm having a lot of self doubt, a lot of self uh, flagellation, a lot of self hatred. I don't know what's coming from. I hope it's just a you know a moment in my life because I'm just tired or overworked or something. But I it's just really uh, it's it's pummeling me every day. This like jealousy and not jealousy because jealousy is when you're worried that something's going to be taken from you. Mine's just envy of like why can't I be that way? So I was telling him. You know, Taylor Swift, even Taylor Swift in the box. I was like, it just, he goes, why would the, you, you could be in the box too. And I'm like, but she's cheering at all the right spots. Mm. And he's like, you could cheer the right spots too. All she, all she could be doing. She could understand football just as much as you do. It's not that hard to look at one guy. And when he catches a ball, you cheer. But I think it is hard because by the way, She's not stupid. She would never put herself in a situation. I go, no, I bet she knows so much about football because she would never put herself in a situation where she would ever look dumb. And if you don't fully understand football, you can look dumb, even if you think you're following it the I mean, correct she way. cameras on agree? her
6: all the time.
4: Yes. So if she is even a second behind anyone else, if they even catch her like not knowing what football is, she is going to be skewered, pilloried, uh, witch trials, you know? So yeah. I know Taylor- in this way of her not putting herself in situations where she'll look dumb. She knows football. That's why she was confident in being in that box and it being f- photographed. So she also one the colors
6: like- of the team. So it's like, if you're going to wear the colors and the red lipstick and everything, like mm-hmm. you got to know something.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh. You can't per- like, you can be there. And I think fi- I, no one's looking at me that closely at games. So I can get away with seeming like I know what I'm talking about by cheering a millisecond after everyone else. But if there's cameras on you watching, people would have caught on if she didn't really know what was going on. Yeah. And Chris was like, You're crazy. Not he didn't say you're crazy, but he goes, You're out of your mind. <laughs> He's like, You need to be committed. I'm calling 311, 411. What I don't know which one you call. you are off sides. You're off sides, um, you're off sides because members. yes, thank you. Because she could just be mimicking what everyone around her is doing and you wouldn't notice. And I'm like, I just don't think I think she knows what she's talking about. And it just makes me sad that there's one extra thing, I think, because I was trying to get at the root of why I'm so sad about this, and I'm not sad anymore. I'm just sad at the fact, I think this all represents to me that she's way cooler than I am. She's like, not only she's the best singer to me, and the best songwriter, and just this musical... Maven, and she's the prettiest person with the arms that I want and the body that I want that I like almost have, but I just cannot really get anymore. Like, she's just 15 pounds away from me, and she's just represents so much stuff that I'm close to. That now this creates a further divide of her being like a wag what do they call it? Uh, wife athletes get wags. <laughs> do you guys know what I'm talking about? No, no they're called wags, uh, wives of athletes. I don't uh-huh. know what um oh. I forget what it's what the acronym stands for, but um it's just there's just a coolness thing that I'm just like, "Oh, okay. Well, she's just not I can't ever hang with this girl. She's too cool for me." And I think that's what made me sad. But in all seriousness, I'm just very happy that she looked so happy, that she looked free and like she wasn't being hounded up in that box. It seemed like she was around safe people and she I just mm. feel bad for her being just this spectacle constantly. And I I know that she yeah. doesn't feel bad for herself about it, but I just think it's... I, there was a little bit of like, I want to protect her, and now the NFL is going to be obsessed with her. It's mm. like, it's all that much more attention, all that much more scrutiny. And now she, if they win this game, she's this lucky charm.
1: Then oh, when they start they to lose... Win. Oh. They didn't just I mean, they, win. They annihilated. But
4: wasn't it a game that everyone kind of yes, knew yes. they would? Like, it was kind of... Yeah, because I even said to Chris, I think that Travis Kelsey was putting it on a little bit, like yes. was trying harder and more impressive because Taylor was there. And Chris was like, no, he always is that impressive. And I go, but so am I. But when you're watching, I'm more impressive. So I, I'm a professional. He goes, Travis Kelsey is a professional. He was doing his job. He wasn't better because Taylor was there. And I go, I promise you he yeah. was. I As think As a professional, he was. I know for a fact, I, do, I will be doing the most uh, important performance of my life. But if a guy who I am romantically attracted to, who I, I want to think that I'm attractive, I will be that much better and sparklier.
1: Travis Kelsey does not catch a touchdown in every single game. He catches a touchdown in roughly 75% of the games. Okay. But in this particular game, I don't even understand why Patrick Mahomes was out there at this point. But me Patrick either. Mahomes threw a touchdown to Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey at a point in the game where it did not matter at all. And so he just came off an injury. Maybe if Tr- Taylor Swift wasn't there, Travis Kelsey would have been on the sideline at that point. Instead, right. he cut a touchdown pass.
4: Mm-hmm. They yeah, seem it like seemed
5: a good to- match to me, and I'll tell you why. I did not Please. know this guy had a dating show on Eve
1: before. Yeah, he did. Oh, I didn't know it- that either.
5: Yeah, it was a show where he dated over 50 women, and I forget what it was called. Something like Dating Travis or something, whatever. Travis Needs to Find a Wag or whatever. It's wife and girlfriend, by the way. So you were right. Oh, thank you. Um, But yeah, this guy's in the public eye. He wants to be famous. He is famous. He's not just an athlete. So- they're both like, you know, he's not that he's an expert in his field, but he's damn near close. And he's totally comfortable with fame and he's playing the game. So oh, yeah. they're both good at it.
1: He's on like yes. he has like five different commercials right now too. Like he yeah. is on TV all I'm the time. I'm bummed out
4: at one of his deliveries. I wish someone would have just worked with him a little bit harder on that one where what he's like, it? It? it's this commercial where he's like, Mahomes, like Mahomes H- H- is wearing a Jersey. My yeah. Homes and he's and then like my auto motto and he's like why couldn't i be kelsey kelsey my home or like like C S E E? but they he just let's say like the word is they're trying to get him to say kelsey my home Mm -hmm. he just says kelsey my home and it's like if someone would have just given him a little bit of direction, this guy could follow it and it would be like, no, it's like, Kel, see my home or like, see if you can get a better rate on your auto insurance. Kel, see if you can get, but he goes, Kel, see if you can get a better rate on my auto insurance. You know what I mean? Like,
5: yeah. yes. It's just, yes, I always I wonder like, if there's like an intimidated director on the yes, set. It's like, that there was great. Is. That was great. It's like just and tell someone. There's, who's and there's famous, a confident man better.
4: who um, yeah. probably is like, "I want to get in and out of here and collect my ten million dollars for this ad, and I don't want to waste more than forty I have a hard out because I have <laughs> yeah. to go." Or
5: that was the best take they could make get. A friendship it was like bracelet. the twenty seventh yeah. take. Yeah, I got to put and, my phone that. number. Mm. Some people
4: don't have good comedic oh, yeah.
1: timing, but this like guy, another is- lovable tight end in the NFL, Rob Gronkowski, mm-hmm. who's a oh, lovable yeah. Nickelodeon star, he is. Uh, the spokesperson for USAA uh, insurance for retired um, military. Mm. And his delivery in these commercials is, he's clearly not, the, it's not the take the director wanted every single time Clearly. however,
4: if I were in a commercial where I'm a comedian catching a football, it would be so embarrassing. But I'm just saying that I think Travis no. Kelsey, if he saw me catch a football and no one gave me any help, he could be like, I could have given her a slight pointer that would have made that look way better than it was. So I don't expect a ton from him. I'm just disappointed in the director Wrong. of that commercial. And uh, that well, I'm you know like, what? you should have just, you know, spoken up, man. There's
1: been so many Gronk USAA commercials that have been like that. It's kind of like becoming his character and it's starting e- to work. Yeah. It's what's starting his name? to work. Rob Eli Gronkowski. and,
4: um, what, who's the other guy that was in the...
1: Eli and Peyton Manning?
4: Pey- Peyton Manning was did oh, the roast yeah. with me. And like his delivery is even, he's, there are, they talk like football players doing a comedy thing. <laughs> yes, There's like yes. a style <laughs> of a football player in That's a crazy. salsa commercial, you well, know, I it's I just... That. I don't know the one where's the one guy, Steve Young, he's catching. Is that the guy that's catching TVs? And he's like the best catch I've ever was the best thing I ever caught was this TV.
1: It's probably it's not Steve Young DirecTV. because he's a quarterback. So it's probably like Jerry Rice or something. Jerry
4: it's Jerry Rice. And yeah. Chris goes, man, I think this guy has probably fallen on some hard times because he is in like a <laughs> hundred commercials. Yeah, they're in
1: that Tostitos commercial now.
7: But
4: he's good. I think that guy has learned how to do, do it really well. But anyway, I you think know Travis Kelsey lot about is fucking now, hot. Nick? Yeah, just you from do. watching the ads, they have the best ads. Football
3: yes, yes. always
4: gets the best ads. They are so funny. They're engaging. And maybe I'm enjoying them because I'm so bored with the fucking (laughs) game that I'm so excited something else is on TV. Maybe that's why I'm paying attention to them. But I... um, No, I'm not that bored with football anymore. I'm slightly getting it. But I will say that um, what I thought was so cute was that Travis Kelsey, like... I am getting him finally like he gave her that friendship that he tried to give her that friendship bracelet. I thought that was like a weird kind of desperate attempt. And I thought, Taylor, don't fall for this. This is a guy trying to get in the headlines with you. He's just clout chasing. And you know what? I think he's just kind of who he is. Like he just thought that's the best way to get in touch with her. I'm going to do it. Like, I don't think it was that calculated because throughout the whole game, this isn't a guy that's trying to look keh. He is, like, looking up at the box to, like, see if she's watching. Aww. He's not, like, it's... There was this really long shot of him while he's standing next to his coach, who looks like the Kool-Aid man, while he's standing next to him, <laughs> and he's, like, trying to talk to the team and give them a play. Um, Travis Kelsey is looking up at the box, like, like a little kid trying to look for his parents at a, at a you know, a f- third-grade recital. Like, <laughs> and, like, see, like, you know, just, like, not paying attention at all, but, like, looking. It was really adorable, How and I'm thinking... How If that guy was trying to be cool, he wouldn't be doing that. No, he's like, not cool. I, he's not cool. No. I like it. Yeah. I like it for her. And you know what? He also did. People have been saying this online. He rented at a restaurant. Wait, after, hold on. Okay. Before you
6: get there, what's your take on the video of them walking out?
4: I, th- I love that they weren't holding hands yet. I think she always holds hands too soon. And I think holding hands <laughs> is just a statement to everyone that like this is love and everyone freaks out. I liked that they weren't holding hands. Let me just say that first. Her outfit was cute as fuck. Let me just say, there is an account I followed called Taylor Swift Styled. And this girl is amazing. She will like find the fourth stud that Taylor Swift is wearing behind like, (laughs) you know, a thousand pieces of hair. She will find like the exact diamond stud that this girl that she bought. I don't know how she does it, but she is connected. She knows exactly what Taylor wears up and down. So anytime there's an outfit of Taylor or Taylor gets spotted somewhere, Taylor Swift Style will post each of the items and you can buy it. So I bought her shoes immediately. (laughs) Um, She's wearing like these... White and red New Balance sneakers that I don't even really particularly like, but I just had to get them. Whenever she wears something slightly affordable, I get it. They were ninety bucks. I had to get them. And then I also bought um, a a, tr- a denim trench that she was wearing the other day. That was not that cheap, but it wasn't so crazy because oftentimes she's wearing a necklace that's like $16,000 or she's carrying a bag that's like $8,000. And this denim trench I got was like four sixty, dollars And I think I'll wear it forever and ever because it's really cute and it goes to your feet and it's like, it's just great. But um, I loved her outfit. I loved her chief's, um, you know, windbreaker type thing over the shoulder. And she was kind of just like, she just looked so relaxed and cute. And then them walking out, I liked his outfit because I didn't know this until the next day, but he was wearing a um, Taylor Swift denim set that is the mm. 1989 inspired... Like, so this guy named Kid Genius, he's a fashion designer, designed a suit called the 1989 Suit... And it has this like seagulls on it kind of looking like paint. But that's the 1989, which is the next album that she is re-releasing. So he was like wearing a Taylor Swift merch type thing on a date with her. Then they went out. And Noah, I asked you to look up details because yes. I haven't read all the details. They went to the parlor in Kansas no, City? Prime Social Rooftop. Prime Social Rooftop. And they he rented out the whole place. And it was just him and his family and friends. I heard that no one had to like give up their phones because everyone respected her privacy that it was just like a cool atmosphere with people that weren't too showy or bugging her too much. And it was just... And they were like touchy-feely, but not too much. And she just had like a relaxing evening. And she has never just driven off in a... Oh, she was dancing? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I love that. (laughs) She's so comfortable. (laughs) They drove off in a convertible into the night. Like that was super cool. It just seemed like he... She's always kind of the one that's walking first and then her boyfriends are trailing behind. And this seems like a guy that's like a fucking man who knows who he's with and is not, it is so impressed with her and like really appreciates what a fucking diamond he has and what an amazing, and like he went after her, you know, he pursued her. He, you know, is still working on feeling like he deserves her, but he probably feels, it just seems
6: cool. With the other guy, Matt, healy or or whatever
4: like did we ever hear how he courted her like do we ever hear how these other guys court her i think they dated previously before she got together with joe and so i don't i don't know how all the
5: other people have courted her i mean indie rock guys don't or not that he's indie really but i'm sure he was just like do you want to do you want to smoke a cigarette with me (laughs) they're not really going out of their way well,
4: I feel bad for Taylor Swift because there's no DM sliding for her. You know, like we all get that, no, and that is how access. most people meet this day. What was that?
1: She doesn't have access to that.
4: Yeah, I mean, she has her. She definitely has a private Instagram account, but her own. She's she's getting so many DMs. There's no way that she's going to be able to see if some guy shoots his shot. So it's not necessarily that easy for her to meet someone. I was thinking about that. Like, if I were single, I would rely on my DMs for where people were shooting their shot to ask me out. Mm-hmm. That's the place you go, especially as a celebrity who kind of doesn't go out that much. And I'm not putting myself into that category, but I don't really go out that much and I don't drink or anything like you. That's like your space to do, to, to to have someone follow up with you. And she doesn't have that. So I, I don't know really how she meets people. I'm guessing just Brazelets. through friends of friends, um, the so, Hadids yeah. and yeah. And just, and people getting her, putting her name in a headline With them saying, I want to date Taylor Swift. That got her attention. I think that was the first thing that started it.
5: Didn't Jen and Brad meet through their managers like in the 90s or whatever? Like, I wonder if agents still do a little bit of matchmaking like Mm. that. Like, if Taylor's people, Travis's people, can't they contact her people? Probably, but Taylor's pretty hard to get to, I would think,
4: for even the biggest star in the world. But I just like this. I, I like it for her. She seems really happy. So he do you seems think really you're going to be a Chiefs
1: fan now? Are you? Gonna root
4: for um. Them? Yeah. I want every. Th- I want. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, what what I have a team, team. Would for? you
1: root? For? Yeah. What other team would you root for?
4: No one. I mean, I don't give a fuck about any of it. And so, yeah, <laughs> so I like now you the can colors. Root for them. Yeah. Kirsten's from Kansas City. I went to school in Lawrence. Yeah. I'll, I'll The You'll Chiefs be playing are playing Lawrence soon. <laughs> I'll be playing Lawrence very soon. Kansas yeah, that show's coming probably up.
1: Probably the closest team to you, isn't it, to St. Louis?
4: Yeah. Yeah,
5: probably is.
1: Can yeah, it,
4: here's it, it is my Missouri. Concern.
1: Yeah. Which so-
5: which NF, the NFL is like very patriarchal. Like these guys are the the ones in the relationship that get the attention. Sure, they date like Giselle has dated an NFL or married an NFL player. But all the women that date them seem to have to fall into the subsur- sub role, right? Even Giselle, right, right. a fucking <clears throat> supermodel. But Taylor Swift is a boss bitch. Has, have any other boss bitches... Dated or married NFL players. Cause I feel like that's what all these wags have to do. They have to sort of diminish themselves and be a little. I
1: don't know if Giselle diminished herself. Guy. And then as soon as they really? got divorced, Tom Brady's uh, career fell off a cliff.
4: And she always made more money than him. She was always yeah. worth more than him. I know, Russell she was Wilson is uh, married to game. Ciara. Right. There's nothing for her to, there's no box seat at a fashion show, though. You know, like there's nowhere for us to see Tom Brady. Cheering her on, which I think you're talking. That's it speaks to the like they're like you know Roman athletes. They're like
5: gladiators,
4: and so yeah, I, I get what you're saying though. I think that um, they
5: immediately have children, and they sort of fade away. Um, because women do most of the work with kids.
1: Well, well, Giselle, Giselle's a model and she was going up into her forties and most models just fade away once they get up into that age. I anyway, don't know. Did so. you see
5: Naomi Campbell walk the catwalk last week? It's in fucking insane, And I think she's like 52 or three or something. Yeah. But I that's mean, just I- a genetic freak.
4: I just think that no I don't I don't think it's going to be a problem. I know what you're saying though, but um, I think that this is what she's been looking for is like an alpha male. Okay. I think it's mm. what she probably hasn't gone for in the past. She's gone for um you know, these like tortured artists kind of guys, actors are kind of like they, that's feminine energy. Actors are feminine energy. Musicians are feminine energy. They're always dealing in their Mm -hmm. feelings. And she's dating this. Now she's dating a guy who's in his masculine energy that is going to allow her to be in her feminine energy. And I think as much as she is a, a masculine energy on stage, off stage, she might, this is where we might be very much alike. I, I, she's, she wants to be in her feminine energy off stage but on stage she's a badass bitch but she doesn't need mm. that all the time
5: right I is think she's probably be okay pretty, with her doing ERA's tour around the world
4: though he I mean he went to ERA's tour and is, was talking about how he loved seeing her kill it there and, and yeah I, I think I think he, he he's I think supportive.
6: there are certain guys that can get off on that yeah I like how that, supportive he is of her yeah. like knows her stuff and Swifties are speculating this is gonna be the one they're gonna get married Wow. Really? Wow, that means I insane.
1: could see it.
4: I think I, I think she's ready. I think she wants to have kids and, and he's like a settle nice
1: down. Guy. Not she settle down. I think she's nice gonna guy. still
4: But she is going to be on tour until November t- 2024. Mm-hmm. I think it's like me and Chris. Like, Chris doesn't care that I'm gone all the time and that I'm on stage and I get a lot of attention and I'm around a lot of like hot shots. Like it doesn't turn him off or make him feel less than because of it. You know, like
1: this actually I, I, brings you closer though, to Taylor Swift. You know, you're you're yeah. you're dating somebody and you never see each other because you're on the road all the time, and he's a uh, tight end for the Chiefs.
6: <laughs> <laughs> and Chris has a tight end. <laughs> oh.
4: Chris was teaching me about tight ends last night because I didn't know that I didn't know that term yet, and I now I kind of know what they do. Sometimes they are t- blocking. Sometimes they're catched. They're Taking a pass, sometimes they do it all. Tight ends have to be like big, but also fast. Is that correct, Brian?
1: Yeah, no, that's that's correct. They have to be. Yeah, it. You know, some some tight ends just block, some tight ends just catch, but the best tight ends do both. Travis Kelsey does it all. He's probably. Top, he's
4: hot, dude.
1: Top three greatest tight ends of all it's time. It's so
4: funny. I didn't even think, like when he first was on the scene, I was just like, he's an all right guy. But last night, I feel like when he started dating her, he just got hotter. And maybe it's just psychological that I'm like, oh, he's hot yeah, he now. Has but a like, a mustache now. Oh, just the his piercing eyes. I'm just like, fuck yeah, girl. Get it. And I, who knows? I just, I love it. I approve of it. I'm he's happy for them. I want her to be happy. And she looks like glowy and happy. And my voice teacher was like, now I saw your girl Taylor Swift in the box at the cheese game. And I'm like, I know already. He's just like telling me about it. I'm like, I've seen it. I'm like, <laughs> like I've read about it. I know. And I'm trying to get in like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, let me just say that girl has such a big mouth. Her mouth is constant. <laughs> he was like, that was probably so loud in that room. He was like, even at points, I think his mom was kind of like, whoa, like her, her ear hurt because she is so resonant because she opens her mouth because he was trying to get me to open my mouth more <laughs> when I sing. And he was like, Taylor Swift, your girl, She, her mouth is so big, she could eat an apple in two bites. And no. so I'm trying to get my mouth to be more open when I talk, but it's so hard to do. Also, On when your- she
1: wears bright le- red lipstick like that, that goes beyond her lip, that makes yeah. her mouth look even bigger. I think if you wore bright <laughs> red lipstick, big lipstick, <laughs> it would make your mouth look even bigger than what you're doing right now, which if you go to YouTube. Yeah, that's
4: very big.
1: If you watch you can the podcast so on YouTube, you can see how big Nikki's <laughs> mouth can get. But it you cannot so get that much. only on the podcast. No,
4: you couldn't hear that. No. You couldn't just hear how much my jaw and clenched. No. But it's, it hurts to do it that much, to talk like Miss Pac-Man. But my vocal teacher was telling me that in America, all girls talk like this with their mouth, like they never open their mouth because we're so ashamed yes. of like speaking out and we're so puritanical that it's not we always have to like talk through clenched teeth and like, Yeah, I love it. Sounds good. And we just have to be demure and little and not big mouths. But the do only way stretches. to hit high notes is... You take what? this,
1: you, you take a cork from a wine bottle, a, <laughs> a longer one, and you put it lengthwise in your mouth like this.
4: Uh-huh. Okay. Is
1: this, this, this what you TMJ? do? That's a stretch for, you know, 30 seconds. And then you take another cork, uh, a regular cork, and you put it in your mouth this way. And, I've and had you, so
4: many people tell me to put corks in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> to b- block the, <laughs> the,
1: the sound. Put a cork out. in it. You yeah. can uh, roll your jaw... Uh, this to the left and then to the right using the cork. I think you have a drinking problem. You have many corks <laughs> accessible to you, right? can use the same ten, cork. Ten, 10 reps, five seconds, hold. Yeah,
4: why can't you use the same cork? Why are this you doing? This one's like a little corks?
1: longer. So it's better for the lengthwise. The one.
4: stretch, okay. So you
1: can go left 10 times, hold it for five. Hold it for five. Hold it for five. Do that 10 times, then the other way. And then you can go this way and you can go front and back. And that'll stretch out your uh, masseters, and maybe it'll let you open your jaw bigger, so you can be just it's, like Taylor.
4: Thank you. It's I really I need that because it really hurts to open my mouth. Really, uh, when I when I get done with a singing lesson, my lips start to shake and my jaw starts to shake, and I'm like, "Why am I shaking?" And he's like, "Because it's like you, you know when you work out and you use you're like you're doing squats and you start to shake because your muscles aren't you aren't strong." And I'm like, yeah. "Okay, that gives me hope that I can get." Uh, and then yeah, that I don't get Botox in your up.
1: masseters.
4: Yeah, definitely don't. I'm trying to
1: build them up. Not, do you
4: not, okay, I won't do that. Brian? Yeah. No. What? Yeah, b- you, Brian got Botox got... one time for his pain. Did yeah, it my help? my masseters.
1: And it, got, um, it gave him
4: terrible migraines. Oh, yeah, well,
1: right. yeah, it gave me brain fog. It was, I just didn't oh, react right. well to it. But uh, it actually did help with like the, the muscles weakened. Um,
4: and his jaw looked 23. And My jaw looked
1: 23. <laughs> it got offered a, a spread in L and then <laughs> had to decline. But did you know that there's all these numbers that line up for Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift that like, people have yeah, been talking about? yeah, like eighty-seven,
4: numbers? eighty-nine. That quote.
1: Well, eight, eight, th- that people are eighty-seven plus 13, thirteen, which is Taylor's lucky number, is a hundred.
4: Oh, <gasps> okay. 100? Yeah,
1: the one hundred. Um, one hundred. There are threat. some. They were both born in
4: nineteen eighty-nine. Yes, that's true. His Kelsey's October
1: birthday is October fifth. Which is coming up? Which is the same birthday as Taylor's grandmother, Marjorie? <gasps> yeah. On okay. Lover, uh, uh, and the song Cornelia Street, there's a lyric that goes, "We were a fresh page on the desk, filling in the blanks, in the blanks as we blanks go, as we go, as if the street the street light-,
4: light pointed in an arrowhead, in an arrowhead. us home, arrowhead." I heard it yesterday, and I go, yes. "Who's gonna put this together?" Arrowhead Stadium. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: um. Oh, and then you know, and, and the chiefs won by thirty one points this weekend, which and is that's thirteen, 13 backwards. backwards yes, yeah. okay.
2: you
4: know that's this is this is the difference between coincident and um and there's no such thing as signs, um, they're only coincidence, and we find meaning in them. I truly believe that mm-hmm. and um you could find it in any any kind of math you do um, and it's fun to like think that there are signs out there, and like but but I think it's just humans have to make sense of the world. And so we just, I I don't mean to poo poo any of these things, but if you look hard enough, you can find anything that will like be like, there was foreshadowing of this, but it's not like Taylor knew. It's not like God knew. um, Or maybe God did. know. I don't know. He, he seems, there's a picture on this article
1: that I was just reading with, with Travis Kelsey. And I have to say he is looking hotter. He's got, (laughs) he's got some, he's a little tanner. Than he used yes. to be He's yes, got some stubble that helps. He's got some st- Like like you know Your dad uh, shaved Two days ago Stubble uh, Which is also Making him look hotter
5: Stubble is always hot like to dad? my dad, my dad. Two days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Don't bring my dad Into
1: those So you know <laughs> You know when your dad Goes to the pool That's what yeah. he
5: looks like <laughs> <laughs> I have a question Would you, what would be your response if a guy surprised you on like, let's say your eighth date, you're dating for two months, and he shows up like in a not safe sweatsuit outfit or something that's like an homage to you and your career? What would your response be? I
4: feel like if he's been someone I've been talking to for a really long time and I have a huge album coming out really soon that has a little bit of like, there's something that he could wear that would be a nod to it. I would think it's, and he knows that I really appreciate speaking in Easter eggs and like hinting things. I would, I don't think wouldn't think it's lame at all. I'd be like, Oh my God, that's so funny and cute. And like, you're trying to advertise my album through your wardrobe. Like you're on my level, man. Like, Thank you. This is adorable. Like you went out of your way to find a suit that was like referencing this album that I'm now promoting. And I'm so excited about that is like my baby. It would be, it would mean everything to me. I I wouldn't be cringed out by that at all. You, you
5: would be Anya. I think so, but I I can't imagine being anything like these people though. I I mm. mean, I wasted a half an hour of my life last night trying to research this Travis Kelsey outfit. I was like, why is this a news story? And I still don't understand. So thank you for explaining it pretty pretty well. I get okay. it. There was a designer who did his outfit. And Taylor sold it as merch, or he just did no. it separately.
4: He just did it, and he called it the. It just he called it the 1989 suit. So it anything that's look called like ni- the
5: 1989 album to it me, it does that 1980. She does.
4: There, there's all these memes about Taylor Swift invented seagulls, like in 1980, or like because <laughs> oh she used seagulls in the
5: in like. There's she just did jokes of like invent seagulls though. Well, that's also, the it just, joke. It looks like.
1: No, dye. I think she did. No, <laughs> she, she did. did invent Can you a imagine
5: seagull. if I believed
4: that? Before seagulls, before
1: 1989, have you ever seen a seagull? No,
4: no. <laughs> I don't. Remember. So it, seagulls were in the shirt she's wearing okay. on the 1989 album cover. So the shirt she's wearing on the original 1989 album cover is a shirt that has seagulls on it, and his his suit was a blue suit that has like paint splatters on it that kind of look like seagulls. So it's just an homage Got to that album, but it was such um, a reach. artwork. For the guy to do, but everyone's trying to reach anyone who does anything, tries to have something Taylor Swift in it so that they can get money, baby, because Swifties buy anything that has anything to do with her. Arby's just posted something of of a piece of chicken and uh, a cup of, a little cup of uh, ketchup and a little cup of mayonnaise next to the, just a, a, a bare plate of chicken, a bare plate with a little nugget of chicken and then two little cups of mayonnaise and then ketchup because someone zoomed in on a picture of her and that's what she was eating in the box. So like oh, everyone's yeah. getting in on this. No, it's crazy.
1: As, as an NFL fan, I, I am not loving this predicament because Taylor I Swift don't. took over the whole weekend. Everybody. And, oh my God. You know how you hate whenever someone tries to force in a Taylor Swift. Oh, pun? I heard. So oh many of these. my God. It was absurd. Everyone was end. so proud of themselves. I'm like, <laughs> there was one good commercial that I saw. Um, that was on Fox with Terry Bradshaw, and there was some guy with like a bunch of strings on a wall trying to figure out the conspiracy theory of when they started dating and stuff. <laughs> that commercial was pretty good, but other than that, everyone trying to on even on NFL Red Zone, the guy was like, "I guess there's a blank space in this uh, scoreboard for the cheat for the uh, Jets," and it was just like, "Ah!" But it's not so much actually making the joke; it's the like commenting on the fact that you just made a taylor swift pun after you make it that really gets me where they're like, they just left a blank space in the scoreboard. I'm sorry, I just had to do it. I couldn't help but make a Taylor yes. Swift pun here. Oh, but you'll kill me. I guess you're gonna have to. And then they make another Taylor Swift pun, and like, oh boy, I'm it, at it again. It just annoys me
4: when people glom onto something because they see dollar signs. And I yeah. think that's what's bugging me about this whole everyone's obsessed with Taylor Swift and like everyone's now wearing Swiftie shirts. Like some bestie um, sent me a picture of this woman wearing a shirt with Taylor in the box seat already on it. Like it's a, and and I really don't like this woman's been mean to me before. And so I was like, Mm. I don't really like that woman, but I like, I do like her shirt, but I'm just like, even this woman, like I've never heard you be a Swifty, but suddenly you are now because it's cool. And it's like, I understand if you like her music and, and, and everyone's having a little bit of fun with it. I'll allow the fun, but, I just don't like how much the NFL is just do- dollar signs. Oh my yeah. God. That's all they see. But Taylor, you're allowed to give that to them. You are a, you are a commodity in many ways. And she's allowed to give that out to wherever she sees fit. And I don't begrudge her that. I do love though, that she was escorted out of the, the box in a, um in a popcorn box. Like they had like three security <laughs> guards taking out Seriously? this giant popcorn box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. It was so funny. And I just, you know what I hated was the audio from it. It was so mean. Let me just play it because it was really disturbing to me. Cause the audio people from are what? like, Taylor's in there. She's in there. <laughs> and I'm like, if I saw that happening, I'd be like, Taylor, we love you. But they're what just like life. they they want her blood. It was just, it's just bloodlust. Here it is. Okay, So they're wheeling her out now no,
2: she's, in she's in there She's in there All these people she's are waiting up
3: like That's her That's Is her she in there? She's in there Like her Like her cleaning supply That's her That's You
5: guys It's just like Why that not That woman needs vocal nice? surgery
0: know. Yeah, She know <laughs> <does>. She
4: <laughs> She drank too much that day And it's only gonna get worse Let's take a break We'll come back with more after this
0: Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at ConairGirlBomb.com or a retailer near you. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch
4: and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time, absolute must watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew, and How I Met Your Mother. We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking.
7: Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed.
3: smart intellectual. I'm kind of smart. I think like it would be fun. We have the best conversations like we have fun, but then he would treat me like crap.
7: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.
4: All right, let's just let's put that to bed. So I approve of it. I'm happy for them. I'm um, and I'm going to work on understanding football more. That's what's imagine gonna happen if somebody with
1: that. tried to figure out your dating life through your old specials, like they do for Taylor Swift and her lyrics.
5: Mm. And the they were like, was wearing leather pants in the perfect <laughs> special. And Chris actually <laughs> bought a pleather belt. Six years later, as a nod. But I don't... I do feel don't, like,
1: <laughs> on the no, banging special in 2016, Nikki pulled 20 minutes of jokes about Chris. <laughs> I think she likes him.
4: Yeah, you could piece together a narrative that, it, you know, of who I've dated. You know, people have, through the years, figured out certain stories or about certain guys that I've talked about and 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 woven it together and figured out some things that I didn't even intend them to figure out. Mm. But I'm not as good as Taylor as i she does everything she does wear is a nod to something she thinks about every little everything she says every tweet she posts every star she draws on the margins of a a, you know the cover art it's all symbolic of something so there is a reason for us to dig into it and that is why we dig into it so much it's because it's like a where's waldo it's a for for swifties swifties people think we're insane because we're always reading into so much stuff. It's because there is messaging in there. We're not like just doing Paul is dead. Paul is dead. Oh, this license plate says Paul. Like we're not crazy to think that there is hidden messaging because she's she's told us that she does that and she enjoys giving us messages through that. So that is why people read so much into it. It's not because we're lame and desperate and just don't have good, don't have lives. We're like having fun with these little scavenger hunts that she's given us. So mm-hmm. it's part of it. I wish that I thought that thoroughly about my career in life to have stuff like that, but I, I have not planned in that way, but I do see themes. Like I watch my old stuff and I'm like, Oh my God, you were obsessed with that topic. Even then you're still, Oh, and you still have interest in that there and you, Oh, you kind of figured it out here. And like, I still talk about the same stuff and I'm approaching it from different points of view. Like, like even, I don't think Louis meant to always talk about jerking off in front of people or <laughs> talk about assholes in every single special, but he has a different take on literal assholes. Mm-hmm. Like the <laughs> anus in every single special. He has an, a joke where it's like a specific, very, um, uh, what's the word visceral? where it's like visceral yes visceral take on a poopy asshole Yes, in every single special and I'm like oh it's interesting to see patterns through through artists but Remember that aren't even intentional
5: when Bourdain uh, died by Killed suicide himself? and there was that article that came out and there were like dozens and dozens of mentions of him talking about hanging himself in a hotel room and it was like, Jesus, oh. we missed it. There were like forty-four instances of Bourdain. Wait, to you his see show? what I do?
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. You're <laughs> all gonna go. God, I was there all along. No, it's. <laughs> I'm. I'm not gonna do anything. I promise. But um, yeah. I mean, if someone talks about killing themselves all the time, it's kind of probably something they're gonna do. I hate to say that. Like, I just right. We but shouldn't before all be he
5: did it, shocked. we were like, what? 14 yeah. and then it's like oh he mentioned it so many times insane in a hotel room hanging himself on the shower yes. thing on in the closet hanging himself it's like yeah not even a couple times like i think it was like 44 times or something insane well he
4: was staying at a lot of uh hyatt regency inns at the time <laughs> and so uh he was depressed and going yeah. through something no i mean <laughs> i went to a hotel this weekend and i was so depressed in it and it was so such a bad hotel experience that i mm. i was about to write a review shout out um, because I was just so angry because their gym closed at four, which was the dumbest <laughs> oh my thing i the guy. told I went downstairs ready to work out. I'm desperate for a workout. I'm like depressed. I have to do a show that night. I have an hour to work out. I just want to get my blood pumping. I want to just like feel something, sweat, get alive. And I go down the lobby and I go, where's your gym? Oh, our gym closes at four. And I just stared at him and I go, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my whole life, which it really isn't. I mean, I was kind of sleepy still. I just woken up from a nap and he goes, yeah, it's, it's not even, well, it's not even our gym. And I go, well, you should get one then. Like, <laughs> I, I don't understand what he was like. Well, if you should be having, we even let you in until four. It's not our gym. And this is a really nice Marriott, by the way, like, r- like, you know, almost like a Marriott civic center where they hold all these functions. And, um, and then I and so I was mad about that, but that was fine, you know. Always looking for an excuse to not work out, and then so I went back to my hotel room. And Anya, I told Anya I was bitching about it, and she was like, "Do some jumping jacks or um, do a plank." So I did a couple planks, and then I, um, then I googled yoga for depression. And this is so funny. There's this. Yo- <laughs> there's this. <laughs> But if you t- Google yoga for depression, the one video that's for yoga and depression, there's a girl on a yoga mat and she's just like in the fetal position, but with her head, like just fully like face down on the mat, not fetal, but like just, I don't know child's what the position is. Lo- child's pose, but like, yeah. Depressed and child's so- pose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, abandoned child's pose. And, um, uh, so I did that. And, um, Yoga with Adrian. Do you guys ever do yoga? Oh, for, with Adrian? I've heard of
5: her. We do yoga with Cassandra.
1: Oh, she's Canadian.
5: She's great. Yeah,
1: I do both yeah. of those. I do yoga with Adrian like twice a week, and then yoga with Cassandra I throw in every once in a while. Really? Yeah. Yoga. What do you like triggered. about
5: Adrian? I heard Adrian is really popular, and I couldn't stomach thirty seconds of her for some reason.
1: Um, Adrian has, I think, better routines than Cassandra. I can see how people <sighs> can get sick of Adrian. How do you pick one.
4: I know how I picked this one because I was like, I'm depressed. But like, how generally do you pick what to do? What kind of... Because there's so many options. They well, a new one the every number day.
1: one thing is how long is it? Yeah. So if you want to yeah. do it for 20 minutes, you pick a 20 minute one. If you want to do it for 30 minutes. And I want to give a shout out to Charlie Atkins also, who if hmm. you are doing Pilates or no equipment, little workouts, like let's say you're on the road, you don't have a gym, you have to do a... You want to do a workout in your room for 20 minutes, 25 minutes, You can do like pop sugar stuff. Charlie Atkins is the best one of those.
4: Okay. Good to know. I remember his diet from the nineties. Okay. So, (laughs) um, Oh, Charlie Atkins is a woman.
1: Yeah. It's not the Atkins diet. She's just a woman, not the Atkins diet person.
4: And okay. But yoga with Adrian, I was just getting triggered because they're, they just are so perfect and calm and their studios are just like beautiful and well lit. And they have like a little cute dog kind of prancing around. I, I, I'm i too envious. I can't I can't
5: is relax Adrian because I want to be her non-binary? so binary Why are you saying they? Is that what's for pronouns? No,
4: it's like these girls, all of them. I'm sure girls. Cassandra's oh, studio is gorgeous girls. too and I'm sure she's perfect and gleaming and glowy and her hair is straight and she no, never like- No, that's why I
5: like about her better. It's like in her living room during the pandemic, it starts with like weird Christmas lights and bad curtains but I just like her voice. It's soothing and oh. she's very encouraging. Cassandra? And she doesn't do any, yeah, Cassandra doesn't do any of this like Forgive your father. Oh
1: God! Forget about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I, I just
4: liked Adrian doing that. She was like, "Trust me, trust yourself." And I was like, "Oh my!" I almost started crying because she well, said, "Trust me." I was like, "Yeah, sometimes I, I don't it works. trust you right now." And it's like, <laughs> yeah. correct that you should be saying that because you read my mind. I think you're in this for the money. And, oh my God! But I, a, then I was like, "No, she's not. She's here for me." She, she and she knows post, I'm depressed today.
1: She posts a. YouTube video of a yoga routine. It lives on YouTube forever and people rewatch the same video over and over and over again. Oh my God. She doesn't it have to do so anything. She, has to, she does nothing. She does her, uh, in January, she does her 30 days of yoga. So she does 30 days <sighs> of, of straight of yoga and then she'll post like, nowadays she posts like one video every two months. That's all she has to do and people watch the videos over and over because they're doing the routines. And she's making so money on what ads. What a
4: racket. But I would feel if I were her bored. If I put out, if I just put out, you know, a bunch of podcasts and people just watch them over and over and my life was then just, I don't need to do it anymore. I would feel.
1: Oh I was my so bored. God. And her house not has only improved. Not she
4: bored, she's depressed and she has to do depression yoga. <laughs> no, she was doing that for us. This girl does not know depression. No. Or at least that's what I project onto
1: her. It's been she's interesting to watch Adrian over seven years uh, because her, her everything's been improving her around her. Like you watch the background. <laughs> like the first background the is like she's in a her. hovel. <laughs> yeah. She didn't have I'm a novel. dog at the beginning. Then she got oh. a dog, a very good dog, uh, Benji. She had a, a shitty house in the beginning, and now seven years later, she's got these panoramic views behind her, like she's living in Oprah's mansion.
5: Yeah, uh, Cassandra had set too. I noticed she's no yeah. longer in the in the bedroom with the Christmas lights. She has a no. big expansive deck and like peacocks in the background.
1: But hey, she got me. I, go, I watch yeah. her videos all the time.
5: it's it, yeah i I
4: just don't how do you know to do? yoga versus a different workout like a hiit and i don't like how it's hiit oh,
1: yeah. hit. well yoga to <laughs> like, me is what do when you... i feel tight yeah. and i want to stretch and it really okay. is. Tricky. so usually if i do a weightlifting workout or something like that then the next day i'll do yoga to kind of stretch mm-hmm. it out Hit is like uh is like cardio so like that's what you wanted to do at the marriott when they so rudely cut yes. down the gym early mhm so, i
4: i run and so no. I like doing that because you get it done. Yoga's too slow. Is there fast yoga? Yeah, I don't. That's yeah. why I
6: can't do yoga. So There's really no, it's strenuous oh. yoga.
5: Noah, you are, it's
4: too no slow patience. for you?
6: Too slow.
5: It's so slow.
6: I'll do mobility exercises. There's this like Australian guy. Uh, I, I can't remember his thing. It's like total body something. It's like this like, he, he looks <laughs> like he could be an F boy.
4: Oh my God, will you send me that? Because I would like to do mobility exercises, but I don't want it to be slow. And, and I don't want you to assume that I know what all these poses are. And I know right. that it's annoying for people who... So maybe I should do a beginner's thing. Right, yeah, like, well, that's what Asians are really good at. Like, what the but fuck I think is beginner is for losers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if you want to do yoga where you're not... where it's I like staying in a stretch. I want to stretch my leg. Yoga for, like,
4: for lo- losers, is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she probably has one. Sorry. If Go you want to do a it? yoga
1: where you're moving a lot, then you have to do vinyasa yoga, where you're constantly oh. flowing. It's flow. Yeah. You're So you're m- always moving through different things. Ali's got a really good uh, yoga person that she found, I think, through Peloton. Who is like no nonsense, like stretch like this. Now move like this. Okay, stretch like this, and it's like not really all the spiritual stuff. And you're not standing still and listening to the uh, uh, copyright-free music in the background. Right, you're just stretching.
4: Well, I have been listening today. I listened to Louise Hay because I was I've been depressed lately, and so I've been trying to um, listen to you know. Uh, self like affirmative. Uh, what are those called? Affirmations. Affirmations. Affirmative. Action. And um, and I've been reading the Four Agreements, oh. which is also another thing yeah. that everyone has always talked about. No one's following this shit. I'm sorry, like <laughs> we all are gossipy little cunts. Like I don't know how to break the cycle. I mean, literally the Four Agreements. I'm only half. I think I've only read two of them. I got two more to go. And the first one is be impeccable with your word, or maybe that's the second one is be impeccable with your word. Yeah. What are they? Um, Don't impeccable take with your personally.
5: word. Don't make assumptions. Yeah. Be impeccable with your word. Always the, do the your best. First
4: two. No, the first two you just said I haven't gotten to yet, but I I just got through impeccable with your word today. Do you know what that requires you to do? Never lie. Um, never gossip. Never say anything to anyone that would harm them or hurt them. Oh, and that gets me back to the uh, hotel review. I wrote up this review because I was uh, annoyed. This, I The hallways were loud and echoey. I could hear. It sounded like someone was washing chains in a bucket <laughs> in the hallway all night long. Well, where else it are they going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was so loud. It was, and my, you know, thermostat didn't work. And there were all these things. And I was... Just in a bad, obviously I've been in a, a, a shitty kind of cloudy mood recently and I fired up, you know, Google reviews to write one and it's anonymous because I don't use my actual name on there. And I wrote out this whole thing and I gave three stars and I, and I was, and I even wrote like, I don't usually write review. I'd never written a review of hotel my oh, life. That's and I a great way to week. start
1: it. That's a, if you really want to get them, that's a great way to start a review.
4: I, Cause it did feel to me, this is, I need to prove <laughs> that this is people need to know. And then I was about to fire it off. And I go, what are you doing? Everyone is trying their fucking best. You do not need to put this out there. This hotel, these people that are working at this hotel, The reason why things are probably not great at this hotel is probably because they all have a shitty boss. The people at the top are mean to them and everyone trickling down is just like trying their best and trying to get through the day. They don't need to open up their Google review and read a mean review of someone that just stayed there that someone is now going to get yelled at about or something like it's just not constructive. It's rude. It's rude. You don't need to do it. It's just putting negativity out there. So I was impeccable with my word in that way because I just didn't want to put out that negative energy and I erased the whole thing and I was it was almost like journaling. Like I got it out of my system but I did not re- write the review and I'm really proud of myself for that because it's hard not to be a little like bitchy customer when you're like, I'm paying this much at night for a suite and I was all, it was loud. It's like, it's, no one needs, Just it's already done. You're not coming back to this town. It's not going to happen again. It's, you know, People can handle it on their own. They can figure it out on their own. This place is well rated. I don't want to ruin their rating. Like, it's just, it's not worth it to me. And so I didn't write that review because I'm trying to. And that was before I read Impeccable with Your Word. I read Impeccable with Your Word today, that chapter. Final thought. It's going to be very exhausting. I mean, I already broke it today. We're gossiping about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. We're having like little snarky opinions. That is being impeccable. That is not being impeccable with Your Word. Being impeccable with your word means that you um, you don't ever betray yourself. And being mean to others or critical of others is actually because you're obviously insecure. And that insecurity is being self-critical and therefore impeccable with your word. Um, and so I'm going to try to do this more in life because I I do think these are the, you know, have you read the book? Obviously, Anya, did it? Did it no. leave a lasting
5: impression on you? Oh, no, you I just glossed over it. I just read it on Google. Like, what are the four agreements? Okay, got mm. it.
4: I always oh, thought you weren't one of the people that told me about it. Every uh, anyone who's like Maybe seems to I have a pretty it, good. I don't
5: remember it. I just remember the four agreements. I don't remember. I thought impeccable with your word just meant. Don't lie. Like, don't be full of shit. Don't say, oh, my God, let's have coffee next week. I can't wait to see you and then walk off and never do it. Like, don't say, I'm so sorry, boo, if you're not sorry. Don't say you want to have coffee if you don't want to have coffee. Just tell the truth.
4: Yes. And I think that that is, I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on that. But I think the thing that gets me is gossip and shit talking because it feels so good. I was telling my therapist yesterday that it feels so good to talk about people behind their backs. Do you guys all agree that when there's some juice on someone and then you find someone that you both... No, and you could talk about it. It's one of the greatest things to share in the world, other than like a charcuterie board. Like it's <laughs> a vegan it's, one? It feels, yeah, you know, like it just feels like so. Mm, well, dear
5: Abby or her sister, I forget Ann Landers, they said that the original definition of gossip was just light chatter between people. It wasn't mean spirited, it was the way that people connected. So that is a good thing that comes out of, oh, my God, you know that person? Wait, what do you think of them? (laughs) Like, if you're not harming them, it can be very freeing to vent to someone else in a safe space. Yeah, that's where I
4: couldn't see the difference between, like, I have some anger about something and I need to talk it out, not with that person. Is this now gossipy? I think it can be when it becomes mean-spirited, which is I think a way that I process my anger is making fun. I mean, obviously I'm a comedian. So when I'm angry about something, I will mock it really cruelly. Um, and I think that's that's not very nice. And But I think it all comes from a fear of being mocked myself. I mean, like I was really trying to get at the root of some things in therapy yesterday. And it all comes down to... I don't want someone to call me ugly. Like that's literally my entire fear in life is like call myself ugly before someone else can beat them to it. Um, Don't be um, too loud because then boys will see you. And I, I, I at a young age knew that kids were not to be trusted, that they kids said the darndest things. So I was really quiet in my childhood. And then when I got to adulthood, that's when I began speaking more freely because around adults. Adults don't say you're ugly. They don't talk like that. But in middle school, high school, boys will just call you fat. They'll call you ugly. They'll call you unfuckable. And I think that's why I was quiet through my childhood and adulthood is because I never wanted to hear any active criticism. And then I think that's why I became able to even do what I've always wanted to do, which was perform and put myself in the spotlight was like as an adult, because Adults don't criticize each other. And then the internet was invented. (laughs) And that's a forum for adults to criticize each other anonymously all day long. Do you know that there, before the internet, there was not a way to anonymously, publicly criticize celebrities at all?
6: You would have to write to like the back pages of magazines. Mm -hmm.
4: Yes! Do you know that David Spade, when he did the remember he um member I hate when people remember when he did um, the Hollywood Minute and he was um he would skewer celebrities on that yes. and he would say like oh I saw the Bodyguard this weekend and I, I want my money back mm-hmm. and there was like jokes like that he was that was the first time a person had publicly like gone and like roasted something there was nothing like that so that was the he got. So much hate for that from celebrities. Celebrities still hate him to this day about jokes he made on that because there was no one mouthing off about any of this stuff before that little segment on Weekend Update, which I thought was really an interesting um, just piece of like, wow, there wasn't a place for that to happen. Celebrities could just be and no one would make fun of them. I mean, maybe in the early 2000s before social media, there was like you know, they would have Yes Magazine and then they would have the bad wardrobe mistakes and there would be little comedians writing in and saying like little barbs. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But that was it. I mean, that was pretty much it. it. Was there anything like that before? I mean,
1: radio You could call into a radio show and complain. Oh, yeah.
5: Howard Stern. Yeah, I guess
4: that's true. (laughs) But really, social media is like middle school in terms of how mean it is. It's oh, like yeah. a, an assembly at middle school where the auditorium is dark and the kids are just shouting at you on stage and, and, and saying the meanest things. It's like, it really has turned, hell. um, turned adults into kids on a playground.
1: People are so you can get mean. A- I mean, yeah, it, I, I wanted to differentiate. It's different than reviews though. I think I, I personally find reviews incredibly helpful, even the negative and the positive. So I think it's different if you're going to say like this Uh, hotel doesn't have a gym after 4pm and the hallway is really loud I wouldn't stay Mm -hmm. here that's helpful to people but if you're just going on the internet to make some comment that's clearly about you and not them just negatively wanting to spew hate towards somebody for fucking no reason at all then that's the that's useless
4: I've wanted to do it before. Oh my God, the worst part of me wants to like cyber bully and just call people out for shit they're doing that. I'm like, that's so cringe. You're such a loser. I've never done it before. I've never created a fake account and like gotten mean online ever. The only time I've created a fake account is to defend my friends who have been taken down in certain areas. But there's a bad part of me that if I was, you know, had a little bit more lead poisoning or my parents were, had, you know... Less high IQs. I think there's a smarter way to say that. Um, <laughs> I probably would invent these accounts and be mean to people online, but there's a there's a conscience I have, and a and a I think just like and also
1: just you're you're more respectable. ethical code. No, you 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 value your time more. Like, no, why would man. I take- But I
4: spend that time zooming in Zoom and, in. you know, thinking it to myself and sending it to Noah and Anya on our fucking chat. You know, like <laughs> I spend time making the comments. Yeah. There's, there's time being wasted. I'm just saying I'm, I, I haven't gone so far as to like put the hate out there. Cause I'm yeah. trying to be, impeccable but <laughs> here's another thing with impeccable with your word that I was going to say is that, um, Oh fuck. What was it? I was talking, you were talking about reviews. And oh, this is the major thing that I don't think people understand. And I think I've probably said it on here before. When you read, when you go out to watch a YouTube video or you're looking at an Instagram post and you're feeling like, you know, we're all in- I read comments. Do you guys read comments of things? On our, my on Instagram? YouTube videos? Yeah. Not, not your no, own comments. Not I'm not YouTube. talking about like other people's. Oh, I like, heard you you're talking your this friends.
6: on the podcast with Rick Glassman and uh,
4: Esther. Yes. If you read- if you are watching a YouTube video and the first, you know, there's like a po- a pasted comment almost that comes up with the video that you can't, you don't even have to scroll to read. I always read those. And I actually read comments of anything that I'm kind of a little bit invested in, whether it's yeah. a Taylor Swift picture on Instagram. I go to the comments. I want to see what people are saying. Yes. And things are upvoted. So it's like the most popular opinion. That comment, 100%, without Question, and I am a discerning, uh, very critically thinking person. That comment without question Influences. impacts it how I perceive what I'm about to see or what I have just seen and already made a if uh, if opinion about gonna- myself. Oh, yeah. It will change. Yes. If, or if I don't even want to watch it, I'll just step away with, I guess it's unfunny or I guess this is hilarious. I, what, what these anonymous comments do is they do poison us. They make us—you don't know who it is, and you think—we think we're above it. That, ah, oh, comment's not going to impact how I look at this person's body or how I perceive um, her life or how funny this clip is or how amazing this song is. It, without question, does. There's no—I would love to see some studies done on it, but I think comments are tr- truly dangerous— Sometimes they, uh, I don't know why I rely on them so much, but I do, and I, I, I don't read my own comments, and that's why I can't even watch anything I do on YouTube, because if you, if you click it, a comment fucking comes up. Mm-hmm. I wish you could opt out of comments just showing up willy-nilly, um, but it's, I think they, don't you guys feel influenced by comments, even yes. though you are all smart people. There
5: oh, is a theory about that. Yeah. I forget what the What's name the of it is. I forgot. I'm I'll research it. I will research this theory, but it does exist. I talked about on the girls chat once that they did an experiment. And if you answer a question incorrectly in a group, it will influence the other people to also answer incorrectly. Yes.
1: Mm. That's we why, this is why creatures. I love the, uh, the, the, sometimes I'll have a bunch of comments on a video or a cartoon or something that say it's funny and then someone else will say like, well, that was cringe or that was shit. And I love, I love when someone else replies to that person and goes, what the fuck are you talking about? Yes. This is hilarious. And then a bunch yes. of other people upvote that guy. That is, those are the best people on the planet. <laughs> Thank you to those people. Yeah, Getting
4: in there and yes. refuting the negative ones. Yes. Yes. Those are the heroes of the day for sure because that is... We need those people out there because if someone doesn't refute it, that somehow becomes just as meritable, uh, is that a word, as the comment that's saying it's good or a million yes. comments yes. that say it's good. You might, it might be more well-written than the comments are, that are saying it's good. So you might go, this person seems that's negative seems smarter. It's mm-hmm. like using correct p- punctuation. He's actually using a big word. Maybe I should ignore all the other comments because they're just like this shit's so funny and sounds like a bunch of dumb people. Maybe the smartest person in here is right and he thinks it's horrible. Sometimes it's just, though, I think it's just interesting to pro-
6: like that kind of makes my head spin, and it makes me wonder like is my opinion authentic? Is it truly my opinion? Yeah, or am I just expressing someone else's opinion that I've read?
4: I think the most true thing that where I can just tell if I've enjoyed something or not without any outside opinion is when I hear a song in a cafe and I shazam it, you know, like there's no outside influence. It's ambient music. It's not, no one's telling me this is the new thing. It's like, it's just, I, this is, I like it and it, I must just like it without anyone telling me to like it. And, you know, I was talking to Chris last night about how I, with I'm suffering with imposter syndrome lately and just envy. And I was like, I got to stop going. I got to stop seeing people who are selling out all these shows. And I have to stop seeing people who are pretty much just selling out shows. I'm just like annoyed by it. I Ticket sales are like hard to sell, right? Tickets are hard to sell in any climate, but especially now. But when I'm seeing these comedians just so flawlessly do it, it just fucking irks me. Makes me feel bad about myself. Makes me hate myself. Makes me think I'm not good at social media. I'm not good at comedy. All these things. And then I and then I'm saying this in bed as I'm staring at posters of Taylor Swift like right next to me. <laughs> I'm like, and I got to get I probably got to stop looking at her so much. And then I was like, actually no. I don't because she does not make me jealous. She doesn't make me envious. There are times yes, I wish I were her and that meaning all the time, but it it she fills me with like hope and happiness and she makes me feel good. She makes me feel her music contributes to my well-being. Watching her and surrounding myself with her um as Envious of I am of her. I get more than I am um, being taken away from. But I got. I think I gotta get. A, I gotta kind of cut out of staring at people's stuff recently. And I don't even. I mute most of the people that trigger me. But people are getting through on my Reddit, and that's mm-hmm. where I have to be more discerning. And I just have to not join Reddits now that of things I want to keep up on. Sorry, stand up comedy. Can't follow you anymore because I'm getting too triggered by how much you love everyone except me. (laughs) And it's okay because I know that I'm not for everyone, but it's just, I can't, it's uh, my, my, I guess that is jealousy where you think if people get praise, it's like taking something from you. So I guess I do experience jealousy in that regard. Um, But I also love stand-up comedy Reddit because you get to see so many new stand-up comics that are great and I get inspired in that way. Yeah, they all suck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'll get through it we'll get through it this week um we'll see you tomorrow on the show um and this weekend i am in vegas with david spade at the venetian those are going to be amazing shows next week i'm in prior lake minnesota and calgary there's all the tour dates up at nickblazer.com check them out um and have a great day you guys we'll see you tomorrow on the pod dumpica
0: and just be impeccable with your word Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from hell of sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.